two words. Lushite. Awful. Airports that way, boys. Thank you very much for coming. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Black and White FPL podcast. You join me just uh, roughly uh, about 14 hours since Newcastle United absolutely packed in Paris Saint-Germain 4-1 at St. James's Park. Oh, my Lord. What a bloody evening. Eh? <laughs> oh, ah. oh, God. Um, I'm a little bit worse away, but, you know, I'm, I've felt worse. I've felt worse after night, I can't lie, but... Yeah, what a fucking evening. We'll get onto that game in a little bit um, before we start um, the regularly scheduled FPL programming. Um, but let, let's kick off how we always do with a little team review from game week seven. And I hate to say it, I hate to say it, but we're fucking flying. <laughs> we're absolutely fucking flying, boys. 66 all out um, for the week. Starting off with that absolutely incredible half 12 kickoff. Aston Villa 6, Brighton 1, 29 points combined from Matty Cash and Ollie Watkins. Ollie Watkins for the 23, of course. Incredible stuff. Other returns coming from Shaw and Gabriel. Couple of clean sheets from them. And then Julian Alvarez, the only other return in the team. Oh no, Anthony Gordon, he got the assist for the. Um, for the penalty that he won, didn't he? So, yeah. I think that's a third... Is that second or third penalty he's won this season already? Doing really good. Uh, he's really good at winning them pens, drawing in fouls. He's great at it. But, yeah, 66 all out. Very, very satisfied with that result. Puts me up to 43k in the world. So, nigh on just half my rank. Uh, down... Uh, up from uh, 85k. Uh, so, yeah. Nice little green again. 471 points, and we are, we're we're off to a good start, we're off to a good start, um, yeah, yeah, very, very happy with how, uh, how it's going so far, and, uh, and I, let's, let's talk about this Newcastle match first last night, because, I mean, I just needed, I need to speak about it, man, um, that was literally the first home game I've beaten all season, I've not been able to get them any because of work, uh, just not booking off days of the matches and shit, it's down to me completely, but, you know, it's not going to waste me, dad's been getting my matches and all that, and, Aye, I mean, that's a fucking... That's a great way to go back to St. James's for your first game this season. I mean, truly, truly incredible performance. I mean, you know, I think I think the people that, you know, don't want to see don't want to see us do well are going to be sharing this with, you know, these... The, the, the relatively poor um, uh, refereeing decisions, you know, for the... I mean, one for the handball. I mean, by the letter of the law, it is completely fine. It's a valid goal. And then people were saying Bruno should have been sent off to me. It's like, if you watch that video, I mean, he does swing from like, but he doesn't actually connect with him. He just pushes him over instead. Um, so, I mean, hey, the contact wasn't actually, you know, the, the fucking punch, was it? So, <laughs> I mean, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. Like, But who gives a fuck about that? Like, like can we not talk about how... Jamal Lascelles has come from a championship to the Champions League and has captained a site to a 4-1 win for their first Champions League game in 20-plus years. Can we not talk about how Sean Longstaff and Fabian Shaw are two of the most underrated players in the league? Can we not talk about Anthony Gordon busting a gut again and is proving to be a 10 times better upgrade on Maxi than anyone could have, than anyone could have thought? 
Um, can we not talk about how Kieran Trippier is just fucking mint? Can we not talk about how Bruno Gomares is just fucking mint? Like, we did that with no Botman, no Joe Linton, no Callum Wilson, you know, no Joe Willock. None of these players were fit. And we still put them in Le Spliff. Yeah, Panini pressed, done in, subsonied, absolutely done out. And that Teenage Mutant Ninja Twat Mbappe, invisible, awful, our game, Dembele, shite, two words, le shite, awful. What's that way, boys? Thank you very much for coming. Oh, what a fucking game, man. Eh. Oh, Man United, I hope you are doing alright as well. <laughs> fucking shite bags, man. Oh, my God. Eric, 10 minutes till he's sat, man. Steve Bruce Willis, I want to... Fucking useless. Right, fantasy. Fantasy. We're going off track. Let's get on to it. So, first topic. First topic. It's really the only really top, real topic that we need to talk about. I think I could just talk about this topic and call it a day, to be honest. But wild carding. Wild carding is the, the big the big talking point at the moment. Uh, let's start off with what I'm planning on doing. I'm not wild carding just yet. Game week 10 looks like the one for me. I think it could be. Um, I think it could be to play. Game week 10, I don't think looks too bad for a wild card, um, especially with my team. Because, the, I mean, the main reason for me not wild carding at the moment is because, one, the team that I have had so far has done me justice. It has done me so good to get me to this point. You know, granted, a lot of those have been from individual returns, not from, like, a whole, you know, team perspective, but... I think the I think the entirety of the squad has chipped in in ways that has has just bolstered me up the up the ranks. You know whether that be from you know Matoma's returns, Bruno's odd big holes, Foden being a differential, Matty Cash and Udoji's big holes, Watkins I caught that one as well. Um, a stupid amount at the start of the season. You know players like that have 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 done us a good job. So and at this point right now, my team on paper it doesn't look too bad. So, at the moment, I have already made one transfer, going early on this. Um, Madison has came in, fucked off Mbomo, finally, he's gone, and I brought in Madison. And I'll talk about who else I'm planning on bringing in later on. So, currently, my team looks like this, um, being Turner in goal, uh, back three of Cash, Shaw, Udoji, Bruno Fernandes, Foden, one of those will be going. Um, who that'll be, I do not know yet. Uh, Matoma, Madison, and then front three of Holland, Alvarez, Watkins. So, well, as you like. And to me, like on paper, it just looks, it just looks good. It just looks good. Apart from the Brighton boys on my bench, you know, being wait, well, Stupinan being injured now, who will probably need to go at some point. Um, depending on how long it is after the international break, I think it's worth waiting. Obviously, it's definitely worth waiting until after in after the international break, because I think people are going. I, I just think. You know, wild card before the international break, I think, is just... On paper, it seems like a bad play. It seems like a bad play. I know people have, like, really rough squads at the minute. You know, if you're still sat around with a few Chelsea in your team, you know, you're still sat with double man U. Um, you know, again, I think the Brighton boys are a bit of an issue at the minute. You know, if you're sat with no Newcastle, no Villa, uh, no Liverpool, players like that. You know, no little to no Spurs. I think most people do have a Spurs in there. Mostly, but you know, you might you probably want more if you're on a wild card for their little run they've got coming up. So, 
Yeah, I think I think with with what with what people have at the minute, I think it's it's reasonable to wild card. However, I just wouldn't be doing it before the international break. That's just my two cents. And um, I like I've been seeing a lot of drafts, but seeing a lot, a lot of drafts. Um, the main like conundrum for a lot of people is you know selling Holland is a weird one, or how do you fit Salah in? And normally, like I, I, I mean, the ones with Salah and Holland in, I don't like at all. I do not like the Salah Holland double up drafts at all. I think teams are way too weak at areas. Like you know, you're having to. You know, you're still wanting to fit in players like Trippier, Saka. Um, you know when he's when he's fit because he's injured now as well. Um, you know Saka, um, Madison, Son, uh, Watkins, Alvarez, players like that. You know, there's there's not much room for it. You know, for, even a four point five million keeper, there's not much room for it because of how much money you're having to spend on these two um, premiums. Plus, with all your like semi-premium players like that I mentioned, so yeah, the Holland Salah double up, I just don't think would work for me personally. I think, yeah, the team is just too weak. I think you're you're putting all your eggs in the the one proverbial basket or the two baskets in this sense. I just don't really like him at all. It's the same with the no Holland drafts. I think, I, I just I just don't see I just don't see why you'd go rid. I just don't see why you'd get rid. I just don't see why, like. Obviously, I get the differential aspect of it, but fuck me, like, is it really worth it? Is it really worth the squeeze on that one? And you know, we're talking about these, we're talking about these games like um, coming up, and that they are hard. Let's just let's just analyze these real quick. Arsenal last time out four one, um, got a brace, didn't he? Pretty sure he did. Uh, it was either a brace or a goal and an assist, something like that. Um, Brighton, no stupid man, weak in defense naturally, anyways. Will give you chances. Man United, fucking garbage. Bournemouth, a little bit better than Man United to be honest. But <laughs> I mean, still not very good. And Chelsea, whilst defensively stable, still not an amazing team. Um, like you know, I just don't think it's. I just don't think it's worth, man. I just don't think it's worth. Like I can see him getting like what six goals. I can see him getting like six goals in those next five, easily. Easily, I can see him getting six. You'd 100% want him for captain against Bournemouth. I think you might want him for captain against Man U. I'll double check fixtures for that week, but you'd probably want him for captain against Man U, especially after what he's done to them in the past. Uh, let me just double check here. I mean, Arsenal versus. Uh, I mean, Arsenal versus Blades is decent, I and mean, then Liverpool Forest, but yeah, I think you'd. I think you'd want him as captain. I think you'd want him as captain for that one. To be honest, that's just my take. That's just my take on that one. But uh, I like I don't like like I said like I said well card is well card is fine at this point. I think people are gonna be I think if you're if you're lacking team value you know people who went early you definitely caught a good few of the rises which is good because I think a lot of people who have started badly have definitely missed out on they've definitely just been hemorrhaging team value. Keeping these players in my team have just been just been rotting in value, and that's why I think like you know it's it's why I think having such a good start is is important. I think having a bad start in in fantasy not only is it like demoralizing and can really just bring you down a bit. I think what it actually does for you in the future, my lead up, is massive because that's what I put down my bad my bad start and why it took us a while to get to get back to to where I wanted to be last season was I put it down to that start. 
you know, not having, I think it was Martinelli and, was it Martinelli and Odegaard? I think were the two that I went without. I went with Saka instead and um, a couple more Arsenal. And I put it down to not having those two because they became so essential, in quotation marks, so fast that, you know, I, I left myself a detriment of losing two transfers, basically. It's the same people that went to Holland at the start. You know, you've basically, everyone just lost a transfer. And I think having those transfers and the fact that I've been able to rule multiple times this season as well, you know, whilst I have taken a hit, and I will be taking a hit again this week, um, I think if I go on to, where is it? Game week history. Um, yeah, I, I, have taken, I have taken a hit, but I've, you know, I've there's two weeks where I've ruled. So, three weeks, actually. Three weeks, I do forget now, yeah. Because um, I rolled a second transfer into... Um, I rolled a second transfer into game week five, so... Yeah. Um, I've rolled three of the weeks that I've... Three of the possible seven weeks. So, I think it's really important. It's really important having those transfers in the bank and not being caught up on trying to get on the bandwagons so early on because of how valuable transfers are in the game. So... Hmm. That's just my theory. That's just my theory. You know, people have got their own ways of um, trying to sort out bad starts, essentially. So, yeah. I mean, while I'm at it, you know, I've not put together a world card draft, but I mean, some players that I would be looking at, um, to be honest, if I was on world card. So, you know, we'll just do this on the fly. We'll do it on the fly. Look at it, keep us to start off. Ariola is 100% going to be the one that's on the radar. If you're looking at other keepers, honestly, I think Neto would be the only other. Neto would be a good shout, I think, for um, for coming in. However, I don't think you'd play him often. You know, he's got a good nice, he's got a good free coming up here. And then, you know, if you want to rotate, you can, but I don't think Ariola plus Turner or even a cheaper keeper. Is is too bad, you know. If you want again for a three point nine, that's um, you know, that's completely fine. Honestly, like, <laughs> is it mad to say you could go with Strakosha for Brentford? If you don't know, that's uh, Brentford's second keeper. I'm pretty sure. Um, at least I think it's Brentford's second keeper. Yeah, Cox Balcom. I think Strakosha is their second choice. Um, behind Flecken, so. You know, Flecken's not been good. Flecken has not been good. Do you, like, I mean, let, let's just say this right now. Do I think Thomas Frank will ever will drop Flecken for Strakosha? I don't think he will. However, 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 if you want to, if you want to go there, if you're not scared of, you know, potentially triple on Brentford, which I don't think you ever will. I don't think you ever will, unless I got double. Some shit like that. If you ever want to do it, like, I, I wouldn't say no. I wouldn't say no. I think, like, that would be the one if you really want to, like, you know, pick a realistic 3.9 million keeper, I'd probably pick Strakosha. That would be my shout. Um, but yeah. Yeah, Neto and um, Ariola 100% are the, uh, the two that I'd be looking at there. Uh, Defenders-wise, you've got to be looking at Newcastle. You really do. Um, Trippier, again, he got an assist last night as well. Uh, that is five assists in his last three games in all comps. So, yeah, he's looking very, very nice indeed. <clears throat> Trent is one that 
interests me slightly, but at 7.9 million, again, it's one of them things like, you know, if you're trying to go with a double up on Salah and uh, Haaland, there's no way you could fit Trenton. There's absolutely no way you could fit Trenton and then still have a decent midfield and attack, in my opinion. Um, you know, crunch the numbers if you want to, but yeah, they're, they're a much. Uh, I still like Shaw as an option. Again, I've been longing for a Funda twat for a long time, and he did it in the Champions League. For fuck's sake, Fabian, why? <laughs> oh, he couldn't have done it in the league and got some points from the bastard. Fuck's sake. Um, but yeah, it's still a good shout. Uh, I do like him. 5.1. And uh, yeah, I think Botman, I think, was saying he could be back for, um, I think, game week nine, I think is a rough estimate. I don't think he'll be out for much longer. I don't think he'll be out for much longer. So, I mean, if you're looking at Jamal Lascelles, don't buy him, please, even though he is class. That's my captain right there. Uh, yeah, and Dan Byrne as well. That's a, that's another goal for him as well. That's two in his last three for Dan Byrne. So, yeah, he's on a bit of fire. Gabriel, if you want to go to an Arsenal uh, defender, I think especially if you're still stuck with, uh, who's he called? If you're still stuck with Saliba, I think making that switch down to 4.7 Gabriel is nice. Especially, it's especially nicer if you started with Saliba and you didn't hemorrhage value on Gabriel like I did. You know, I lost 0.3 on him, but, you know, you can just cop him for a cheap price and then still sell him for the same. So, yeah, happy days on that one. Matty Cash, he's up to 4.9 million now. And, uh, yeah, he's looking very offensive. He's looking, yeah, he's bringing out something offensive. He really is. He's doing a business. Doing a business. So, uh, I might my cash keep on you keep on radar. Uh, Alex Marino, I think is close as well. Oh, coming back. So, yeah, again, keep an eye on him for when he comes back. Pedro Porro as well. If you're looking for a differential, um, fullback, seven point two percent owned. Again, very offensive, very offensive fullback. Got the assist uh, on the weekend. Uh, whilst it was for an own goal, you know, still caused danger. Got in those positions. Got the ball across. Fizzed it. Don't mind it at all. Don't mind it at all. And then I think it, you know, it would be wrong to not talk about the highest scoring defender in the game, uh, Joachim Anderson. Hmm. Quick water break. Uh, at another fifteen pointer this week, forty-five points he's got so far. High scoring defender. Uh, this bloke's a little bit of a. He's a bit of a demon. He's a bit of a demon uh, in there in the box. Would I be? Would I be rushing to him? I don't think I would be. Um, I don't think I'd be charging towards him. I think game week 11 is when the run really starts. So, I mean, you can wait if you want to and, you know, go for someone else, go for a Shaw or a Dan Byrne or something and then just go to him for game week 11 because, you know, ele- you know Burnley, Everton, Luton, West Ham, Bournemouth from 11 to 15, that's a tiny little run. That's a tiny little run for Palace. So, yeah, just keep tabs on him is uh, really my take. Um, I'd be sacking off all your Chelsea. Absolutely no interest around them, and I think that's about it for uh, defenders. Midfielders-wise, um, who would be on my watch list? Son and Madison, I think you've just got to, you've got to jump in. You've got to jump in. Um, the Arsenal midfielders are a bit of a tricky one at the minute. I think if you, you know, if you're getting rid of, you're probably getting rid of Saka on well, you're getting rid of Saka on well card. I don't think I'd jump into Odegaard. I don't think I'd absolutely like rush straight towards him. Um, you know, great return on the weekend, goal to assists. Uh, so I mean, if he did have fair fucking play, that is a great haul from him there. Uh, highest scoring midfielder, I think, this weekend. Uh, but I'd be keeping an eye on. I'd just be keeping an eye on Arsenal, and then. 
you know, you're probably looking, if Saka's not back by game week 10, go to Odegaard or um, someone like that, or, you know, if Saka is back, you're probably just going back to off, uh, off Son or Madison, depending on who you think's going to keep the form up. I still think you've got to keep your eyes on Foden, even though um, it's a couple of rough fixtures coming up with a, it's a couple of rough fixtures coming up, isn't it? Uh, but again, another goal last another goal last night for him against Leipzig. So same with Alvarez, who I'll get onto as well. Jared Bowen, seven point three million, nice and cheap. Decent little run coming up as well from game week ten. Everton, Brentford, Forest, Burnley, Palace. It's a solid little run from game week ten. So again, you don't need a hop on now. I don't think if you again if you're on a wild card or you're still debating on wild card, if you're thinking about game week ten for for the wild card. It's a good shout. He's a good shout for that one. Another one that just that just boosts my um, my thesis of uh, game week ten wild card. Kai Havertz, don't buy this man. Uh, Raheem Sterling, please sell this man. Dejan Kulusevski, consider him. Consider him. Seven point seven point zero, one point nine percent owned. Uh, should be starting. Should be starting. I think. And uh, I don't mind it. Richarlison, I just don't think I would. I just wouldn't. Um, I just don't think I would, to be honest. Uh, Kulosevsky, Son, um, and Madison are both better, or all better options. All better options. Uh, I'd be keeping tabs on Diaby's fitness as well. Uh, I think he's going to be. I think he's probably going to be out though, which is really annoying for their run. To be honest, it's really, really annoying for their run they've got coming up. Because I think if you're on a if you're on a game week eight wild card. I think he'd be wanting to triple up. You'd be looking to triple up Watkins, uh, DRB and and Cash. I think that's what I'd be going for, hundred um, percent. And if he's back for game week ten, if he's back for game week ten again, Luton. Yeah, I'm straight on that. I'm absolutely all over that one for game week ten. I'm right on that. Um, Anthony Gordon as well. Yeah, again, uh, he is suspended. He is suspended, but. I wouldn't mind if you want to scoop him up this week. If you want to scoop him up this week, honestly, and just bench him, I don't, I, I don't mind it. I don't mind it at all. I think that's fine. Only got the game suspension, but yeah, he's he's been very good this season. He's been very, very good this season. Only uh, two games where he's not returned in. Actually, if you do look, it's only two games he's blanked in. That's against City and Brighton. Ten pointer against Liverpool. Might I add? Yeah, very, very good player. A uh, couple of good games coming up as well. A couple of good games. Um, I think Palace will do really well against. I think he'll absolutely... I think he could really do a job against him. Well-needed rest for him, to be fair. You know, it is... Um, it is, you know, a forced a forced rest. But I think it's well-needed. I think it's well-needed. Especially after his shift last night. Because he absolutely bust a gut. Uh, let's move on to forwards. Again, Haaland. Duh. Fuck it. Um... Jesus, again, I think you're looking at more of a game week 10 option if you are going to go there. I personally wouldn't. I think there's better options for your money uh, and better Arsenal options as well for your money, like Ollie Watkins at 8 million. Again, the, the run they've got is, is fucking bananas. Wolves, West Ham, Luton, Forest, Fulham. Yeah, it's bonkers. And then Spurs and Bournemouth, next two after. Yeah, absolutely bonkers little run they've got there. Uh, Isaac, keep tabs on him again. Uh, solid pickup, solid pickup. He, he can, he's a bit of a nuisance up front. He is a bit of a nuisance. Is that kid? Um, I will get your goals. I'm certain. Uh, Nunes as well. I think they've got to keep an eye on for their run. If he can nail down that starting spot, 
yeah, just keep just getting just keep tabs on him again. Just keep tabs on him. Hoyland as well. I think you know, despite Man United being shit, I think he's yeah, shining late last night. Shining late the other night, wasn't he? Couple of goals against Galatasaray, and you know, game week eleven coming into it, Fulham, Luton, Everton. It's not a bad run. It's a nice little free. So I mean, if you're looking to sack off anyone up front, you know, Alvarez, him, Alvarez, you know, he's losing minutes. I got a knock. Keep keep an eye on this lad. Keep an eye on him. Like I'm saying again, Alvarez. I think if you've got him, I don't think you really sell. You know, do you want to take a price drop up? Do you want to take the the value loss on him? You know, he's had a good season. He's had a very good season so far as the boy. He's had a very good season and again. Goal last night. Playing in that role. Playing in that role. He's been great. He's been really really good. So yeah, keep eyes on him. And then for the ones trying to facilitate, you know, Solanke. Is Solanke is an option. Solanke is an option for the next three. Not a bad little run for them as well. Uh, Visser, I'm probably ducking at this point. I think you're probably hopping off. Um, you're probably hopping off. Uh, Brentford options at the moment. Uh, Colton Morris is. Uh, is you're getting rid, aren't you? You're getting rid. I think people who aren't well. I think that might be one of the main things why people are well caught as well. I think people will be looking at Morris and their team and thinking, "Fuck me, how do I get rid of this kid now?" You know, I think if I was well caught in game week eight, I probably would have been more inclined to go Morris uh, for last week, but. You know, since since my ideas are in other in other areas, I think having him in there for two weeks and you know would have been would have meant getting rid of Alvarez or uh, Watkins. Yeah, didn't fancy it. Didn't fancy it. And like I said, didn't even get over ten percent owned, seven point nine percent ownership. So I mean, yeah, fair play if you did gun for him. It's fair, even more fair play if you captained him. Well, bloody done. And yeah, I think that's about it uh, for the other ones. I mean. Lyle Foster. I mean, if you if you really fancy if you really fancy that, honestly, he doesn't even look bad for a game week ten world card. He doesn't even look bad for a game week ten world card. If that's a if that's a facilitator you're looking for, if you want to get Harlan Watkins or Harlan Alvarez up front and have him on the bench for a few games, you know, Bournemouth, Palace, Arsenal, West Ham, Blades, Wolves, um, in there in a six from ten to fifteen, is not a terrible run to be honest. But again, it is Burnley, so. Aye, uh, that'll that'll probably do it for for wild card, and that's like that's honestly about it. Like wild card, wild card draft. That's really like all we need to talk about. Like I said, I mean, like I said at the start, it's all I can talk about and be happy. I mean, I think that's just about it. To be honest, there's not much else that needs to be looked into this week. I think that's you know it's the main it's the main part of FPL at the minute. It's what everyone's talking about. It's what everyone's fixated on. So just give me two cents in it. Why not, man? Um, let's look at my captaincy and transfers though. Uh, like I said, I am taking a hit, and Hyung Min Son is going to be the man I'm taking a hit for. Yeah, need him for this week. I just need him. I just need him. I've not owned Son this season yet, and uh, I think it'll be nice having him back. It'll be nice having him back. It's been a, it's been a while since I've owned Sonny. It's been a while since I've owned him, so... Yeah, happy to bring Son back to the fold. However, it depends on who I want to sell, because I don't know who to sell yet. It's Food or Fernandez. It's Foden or Fernandez. Um, pros and cons. Uh, Fernandez pros. Uh, plays for a worse team. Get, oh wait, wait, actually that's a fucking con. What we're saying. Uh, pros. Uh, brings us more money in. Let's just work more down the line. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Um, pros are getting rid of Foden. There's not many minutes risk, I guess. You know the cons really. Should, what I should be looking at. You know it's a uh, you know. Plays for, you know, cons if I keep him. 
plays for a shit team. Um, plays for a shit team. Plays for a shit team. That's about it. Foden, you know, if I keep if I if I keep him again, there's like it's like it's like the only thing I'm looking at is a minutes risk, and he's got worse fixtures. That's the only thing. So I mean, I'm leaning more towards Fernandez. For obviously, like I've only got to be looking for the next two. It's Brentford Blades, next two for Fernandez. It's Arsenal Brighton for Phil. I just don't know. Something, something about is is just it's just telling me to to keep Phil because on paper, on paper Fernandez staying, pardon me, is the better option. Fernandez stands a better option. He's got a better two fixtures. He's on pens. He's got more routes to points, in my opinion. And then with Phil, you know, worse worse fixtures. He's not got pens. Probably has less routes to points. But something's telling me to keep him. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to sleep on it. I'm going to sleep on it. And it will be a late decision to be made. Before the deadline at 11 o'clock. So, I, Yeah, keep an eye on that one. Uh, but Sonny will be coming in for a minus four. That's for certain. Um, because I think, I think, yeah, I've got 2.7 mil in the bank right now. Get rid of Bruno, and that gives me uh, 1.8 in the bank. If I get rid of Foden, that leaves me with about, I think, 0.7, I think it is, 0.9 million. Yeah, so not bad. I would have tried to get rid of Matuma for him, because I just would have kept both. I honestly would have kept both if I could. Um, but I can't at the minute. Um, I can't get rid of Matuma, which is slightly annoying, because I just would have, I would have done that. I honestly would have done that if I could, but yeah, I'm 0.1 off. So, I mean, if Matuma gets a price rise overnight, which I doubt it, then I can get rid of him. So, for uh, for Sun, but probably not. But, ew. Aye, that's going to do it for the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for listening. If you want to get us on X, Twitter, whatever we're going to call it these days, Black White FPL, and also at Alfie underscore Clark 12. If you want to follow me on my personal account as well that would be amazing uh, make sure to follow us on apple podcasts and spotify all that good stuff leave us a five star rating again all that good stuff and for all yous wildcarding hope yous have a great week for all yous not wildcarding keep the faith in your boys you've got this right hold out hold on till may not till may that's just the title of a song that i like um and i i'll catch us in the next one when i'm hopefully still inside the top 50k Thank you very much for listening, everyone. My name is Alfie Clark. This has been the Black and White FPL Podcast, and I will see you in the next one. ta